what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. In today's episode of The Written Compass, I'm going to talk about the number one book killer. No, it's not somebody with a bloody knife stabbing into your laptop or tearing your pages apart. It is going to be something that will probably surprise you and not surprise you all at the same time. I'm excited you're here, so let's get started. Recently, I was talking to an amazing artist and writer, and she had been referred to me by one of our current clients who recently recently published her book. This woman had been working on her book for years, and she was stuck because she had actually had multiple books that she was trying to cram into one, she realized. She'd been revising and reorganizing and revising and reorganizing for months. And on top of working on this amazing passion project that she was absolutely committed to, it was very valuable and important to her. She also led workshops, did periodic art exhibitions, and tons of other things. Does this sound familiar? (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. Today, we are going to talk about the number one book killer. And if you haven't guessed it by now, this person was struggling with what so many aspiring writers struggle with, and that is overwhelm. Honestly, this is something that we all struggle with just as humans in the world, right? And I really want to pull my kind of body, mind, coaching skills into this episode because I really feel like, and and I'm raising my hand here because I feel this as well, I experience this as well, is we have an unhealthy fascination with doing things on our own, stretching ourselves too thin, and wondering why things that are really important to us, at least we verbally say that, or mentally feel that, are not actually happening, are not actually coming to fruition. So in this episode, I really want to kind of unpack the sneaky ways that overwhelm is killing, literally killing your writing and publishing dreams. So like I said, I was talking to this client who really inspired this episode. I wound up doing kind of a social media post about it. And if you're sitting here and you are wondering which end is up, you are wondering how you're going to get it all done. You look at a to-do list or you feel a mental to-do list and you just have a big exhale, a big exasperated exhale all the time. Your shoulders are up to your ears. Maybe your you know heart and chest are constantly like pounding a little too rapidly for your comfort. Your stomach is in knots, like, right? We can't continue to live this way. And I don't mean it from just a health and wellness perspective, though that certainly is connected. I mean it from a how are you, how can you even expect yourself to achieve and follow what is important and valuable to you and finally get your, your words out into the world when this is the state that you're living in, right? So I kind of call this, this number one book killer, um, because overwhelm is truly, truly something that will absolutely, no matter how much you think you are prioritizing or, saying that you, this is going to be the year. This is the year that your book is coming out. This is the year you're going to commit to doing your daily writing or whatever the case may be. This is going to be the number one killer of it is this overwhelm. So 
here, here is how I see the overwhelm, um, some ways to combat this overwhelm. Okay. So number one, it is a beautiful time. If you're feeling this way, if you connected to this example today to really reevaluate and reconnect with your values. So one thing that I support my clients in doing is just really doing this. I actually have a module on it that I share with my clients. Um, and it is really about just re-examining your values. A lot of times, and a value is something that we find that we kind of use as a metric, as a, a measuring stick tool for how we want to live our lives. Our values dictate our boundaries and our boundaries dictate kind of our health and livelihood, um, how we are navigating in the world. And so I remember the first time I ever really did a true values exercise. I didn't read, and this was, oh gosh, like 2017, 2018, years and years ago now, but I didn't realize how many values I was, I thought I was living by and they weren't even my own. They were just something I had inherited or just thought is what I quote should do, right? What should be important to me. And so really taking yourself and you can find about a list of, of common values or come up with your own, really taking time to write those down and then really narrowing it down to like five, no more than seven or so core values. And then really looking at what are you doing on a daily basis? What is causing you overwhelm? And do those la- like, are those things truly a part of your values? Are your values being represented in these, all these to-dos that you think you're supposed to have, right? And when it comes to your book, really taking a moment and saying, is this something that I value? Does this align with my values? And if that's the case, then it's time to really reevaluate your priorities to help support you in um, shifting from overwhelm into ease. I don't mean easy, but into ease versus overwhelm. So that's one way that we support our clients and is kind of an opportunity for you to try to combat this overwhelm that you're feeling. The other thing that I see a lot of people who are wanting to write, wanting to get their words out, really want to commit or value this idea of sharing their words and publishing is they work against their self and they work against how they work best. So if you are, again, kind of like the values, if you're thinking you need to follow a certain guide or someone else's steps on how to write your book or do your morning pages or whatever the case may be, then that may, you may find some success in that for a few days or a few weeks, even a few months, But eventually, because again, back to like how we truly are, how we are designed, that may or may not be lining up with you and just how you work and how you tick and what helps you move the needle on things that you're really wanting to do. So I think it's such a big relief for myself when I started to work with myself, started to realize the ebbs and flows of my energy levels, started to realize parts of the year and parts of the month where there was going to be nothing happening, you know, quote, nothing happening. And the action step was rest or the action step was get out of town or the action step was go play. 
And for people who are used to grinding and hustling and to doing themselves into overwhelm, this is going to be something that you really, really will get to lean into, perhaps find a little uncomfortable is to really evaluate, like, how do you work best and really looking honestly at yourself. And the same is for writing. Like we love in our program, supporting people and finding what their writing process is. We don't dictate what they need to do. We coach them. We support them in trying things, testing ideas. We offer workshops. We've got plenty of tips, of course, on this podcast that I've shared over the past few years, but it's really all about finding your process and how you work best and getting the ideas down. That's really going to support you in avoiding overwhelm and kind of heading it off. The other thing that I think is the number one contributor to that number one book killer of overwhelm is thinking you need to figure it out yourself. Yes, writing is something that we learned in school. You learned when you were young, you feel like I should be able to do this. And yet here you are sitting here, spinning, swirling, stuck like this beautiful person that I got to talk with trying to write their book by themselves for years and years and years, and it's still not in existence. There's a reason for that. If you're trying to go it alone, if you don't have any community, if you don't have anyone to talk to about what is showing up, if you're not getting feedback, if you're not sitting alongside other people who are going on a similar journey, or at least understand your journey, it is going to lead to overwhelm. And this is for any kind of writing, book writing, and just life in general, right? So why do we feel like, and again, I'm raising my hand big time on this one, Miss Independent, Miss I Can Do Anything, Miss I Don't Need Anyone. Why do we feel like we need to figure it out ourselves? So really taking a look at, is this really true? Where can I have some support? Who can do this for me? Some aspects of the publishing process It's just not going to work out well if you try to do it yourself. For instance, like a cover design, unless you're some kind of graphic designer or you have paid for a really nice program to design your cover, it really is like there are people who have studied and do this for a living, like let's receive their support, you know? And so thinking you need to figure it out yourself is one very big contributing factor to overwhelm. So where are you doing this in your process and your writing journey and how can you shift that? So just to recap the sneaky ways that overwhelm really comes in and start to kill your writing and publishing dreams is that you're not honoring your values. So one way to flip that is to really reevaluate and reconnect your values You are working against yourself in some way. So really leaning into what is your process? What's going to work best for you? If you could do this any way you wanted to, what would you do? What would you love? And then finally going it alone, thinking you got to figure it out yourself is going to absolutely at some point lead you to overwhelm. And so this particular client, we are getting ready to talk soon so that hopefully we can support her and shifting her out of overwhelm and into her words and getting these amazing ideas and passions out into the world because somebody needs them. Absolutely. Somebody needs your words. Somebody needs your inspiration. Somebody needs to hear your story so they don't feel alone. So how is overwhelm killing your 
book and writing process right now? And which of these can you start to implement or play with and explore to start to shift that overwhelm into ease? As always, I want to hear which of these resonate with you. I know I, as I was even sharing it, I was like, oh man, this is me. (laughs) Hello, pot kettle. So I'm going to also support myself in the very things that I share. That's always the journey for me as a coach. I don't ask people to do things that I don't myself do. And so these are practices that I also implement um, on the regular and sometimes need the loving reminder to do it again and again and again. Thanks as always for joining me and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.